Hi, I'm Holland Lane Curtis, and I will be playing Poppy Pembroke, a Girl Scout who is trying to get a pretty deathly serious badge. Hi, I'm Richard Stack, and I'm playing Stanley Nimick, and Stanley is wondering whether any vacuum salesman has ever lost their demo case in a collapsing building before. I am Chris Gladys. I'm playing Father Connor Gilroy, or Father Gill, uh, a Catholic priest who's trying to resolve the issues of right and wrong and how the Girl Scouts figure into that. City of Mist, Issue 5. On the cover we see... Looking down a city street at night on the left-hand side of the cover. On the right-hand side, we can see the front stoop of the house that you entered not too long ago. The front door is open, and someone's hand is extending through the doorway as though it was reaching for something before it fell to the ground unmoving. A few pedestrians on the sidewalk are looking at the front door. A few more are looking down the street, and they are watching the back of a horse and rider tearing away down the middle of the street. Page one. Caption at the top. Moments later. Minha has just been sucked into this strange pool of gelatin water something. And is gone. Seeing that, Jane, completely disengaged from Mr. Tooth, turns and is beating feet back towards the ladder up. And you can hear her uh, her voice fade away as she calls out, Time to skedaddle this who's gal. I ain't gonna be no hair and butter. And she's headed straight for the ladder. And you can hear Mr. Tooth say, Oh, this is bad, Mr. Bone. And Mr. Bone says, I agree, Mr. Tooth, this is very bad. And we remember that this giant electric wolf has his teeth on Stanley's arm. Father Gill had just gotten out of this, this pool. Two of these wayward ones were felled pretty quickly. Uh, and then some combination of confusion and combat and distraction has been keeping Mr. Bone from finishing mumbling whatever it is he's trying to mumble, which seems like it would be very bad for everyone if he was able to finish that. And we can see that as he is trying to pull himself back together, Mr. Bone's head begins to change shape, sort of morphing into kind of a cone, kind of bone white with his eyes spreading out to the sides we can also see that the five other wayward ones in this room started converging on you around this indentation, this hole. Again, they're not like mindless zombies, and they don't seem particularly angry or fast. They're just, you get the impression that they're like, oh yeah, we got to go over here now, okay. So they're walking and they're trudging slowly and deliberately surrounding you. So this wolf lets go of you, Stanley, as though you were just kind of in the way and not the person it wanted to, to try to eat anyway. And it looks right. like it's trying to get around you. It seems as though it has eyes for Poppy. 
Stanley, if you have some ability or to gain additional information from a scene. So, I mean, I can roll without any kind of tag. And that's, I think you get the benefit of at least a one. That's how that. Yeah. If you would like to do that. Yeah. To see if you can understand what exactly this thing is trying to do. All right. Let's see. Oh, hey, roll well for once. Uh, That's an 11. What is this thing's goal? It really keeps looking at Poppy's stomach. And you get the sense that if it just gets around you and starts to run again, it will be upon her pretty quickly. I'll basically try to go toe-to-toe with it and see if I can stop that slash hurt it. And let's see. I will definitely have some tags for this one. Uh, Let's go with, I guess, the the claws there. Would you allow me to apply my bug armor situation to... Tell me how and yes. um, Basically making me a, a larger, more solid object to put in his path. Okay, so the goal is to just stop it. Well, because he, he let go of me, so to undo that and continue to be in his way and probably claw at him also. <laughs> yeah, you can use you can use armor. So All let's right. see. If you That'll get a be... 10 plus, then you could do like the blocking and the right. like, co-attacking. Okay. All right, so let's roll that two. Ooh, not as good. Uh, that would be a nine. So you get to choose one. I will achieve my goal and and, uh, get in his way, essentially. Try and keep him on me. Describe how you have gotten in the way. We backed away from each other a bit based on he let me go. Um, I pulled out my my claws and armor and just kind of stepped into his path, basically trying to be as wide as I can and intercepting him. Blocking or are you grabbing? Yeah, I mean, I guess it could be be kind of a, a grapple sort of situation, I guess, just to hold him there, keep him from getting to where he's trying to go. You're able to sort of grab on. Did you did you get a leg? Did you get arms around the neck or the body or? Let's say maybe you got arms around his neck, essentially. You've got him. You have stopped him. You've grabbed this wolf thing and you've forced him sort of to stumble. You've gotten the upper hand and are holding him tight. And you can feel this electricity sort of like rippling around him. Last time, I think you gave him the tag of laceration. Yeah. And... Out of that seems to be leaking a certain amount of electricity, which gives you a single tag of jolted. (laughs) So you can, it's not bad. It's sort of like the electricity that's leaking out of him by grabbing him. You got a little bit of that shock. Okay. Father Gil Poppy, who has a plan? Who's jumping into action? I've got the thigh bones of a god to hit things with. And that is my plan. (laughs) What would you like to hit? Uh, who's nearest me? Tooth and Bone, and then some wayward ones lurching their way towards us. So, Yeah, Bone is actively trying to back away, and he already had some distance. I think that if you sort of like turned and jumped, you'd be able to collide with Tooth. He's, he's, okay. So he's not like right next to you, but he's he's within like leaping distance. He's he's closest one, all right. Yeah. So yeah, I'll advance on Tooth, swinging these, these thigh bones, and uh, I guess... Uh, uh, hit with all I've got. What tags are you using? Well, the thigh themselves are the tag Sturdy Club. I think that's the one we uh, we ended up on last time. That's one. So Weapon Master. And uh, I'm getting really angry. Mina has gone. I don't know where she went. Uh, she is, this is, this is clearly spiraled into something unholy. So I'm going to go to Rage Equals Stronger. Okay. Okay. Uh, Father Gill is is starting to approach that that red space uh, that uh, he does not like to go into. Three tags. I'm going to whack him. What is the status you are trying to inflict on him? 
uh, concussed or something like that. Does that feel level three ish? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I rolled a six and a four. Does a 10 with three is 13. Uh, mm-hmm. So get him good and gain the upper hand. So that is a tier four concussed. Sweet. So you come down with these two thigh bone clubs collide right away and even though his huge mouth was open you avoided the mouth <laughs> and i think <laughs> at least one of them collided great right in the side of the head and he went sprawling mm. far far <laughs> <laughs> this is this was a great impact and he went flying backwards sort of in the opposite direction of bone okay and slid around this dirt floor right up to the feet of one of the wayward ones that was sort of walking. And so that's still some distance away. Mm-hmm. The other thing that you notice is that as he fell, um, a bunch of things sort of fell out of his pocket. Ooh, cool. This was the same pocket that held the tooth that he took out, put in the pit. And these all look like little teeth that go scattering all over the dirt floor. Okay. I was excited about the loot and I am now not so excited. <laughs> He's not a a loop pinata. He's a tooth pinata. No teeth, please. No teeth in this pinata. We're going to smack him until we get candy. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Father Gill is going to is going to continue to advance uh, on him. Okay, going to continue to to advance, muttering something in Gaelic under my breath. Poppy, what is your plan? You said that the the wayward ones that were coming towards us were farther away. Mister Tooth is a little bit farther. Where's Mister Bone? He has been backing up almost this entire time. So he's not within like melee range. Unless you can figure out how to get to him, it would take it's more than your next move to like get yeah. close enough to strike. It would him. take me a bit. Okay. You can also see that um Jane is on the ladder. You can see her feet disappearing on the way up. And then one of the wayward ones is distinctly closer than the other four. You can also see that if Bone is left alone he might get to the point where he can finish chanting whatever he is chanting. I definitely grapple with this decision because I want nothing more than to just take care of those wayward ones. But um, I shout to Jane's disappearing form, you're a coward! And uh, go after Mr. Bone as quick as I can. So I have a backpack. And as it said, a Girl Scout is always prepared. I'm wondering what you, what, what, what I could convince you might be in my backpack at this moment, because I usually do the whole melee range thing and I don't think that's going to be possible. Oh, can I, can I throw a bunch of cookie boxes at him to try and like, like beam him in the head? I think you left all 40 cookie boxes over on the table. Mm. Did you bring more than 40 boxes of cookies with you? I definitely would have tried (laughs) because you never know when you're going to make a sale. That's a done deal. I got to be ready to make one like on the spot. I'm a businesswoman. Yeah. (laughs) I think you can convince me that you at least have one more. Would I have some pencils? Yes. Okay. Could I, as I'm trying to run towards him, could I possibly be digging through my bag, grabbing that cookie box, sticking pencils in it and hoping that it's going to like attach to him, (laughs) get him, get him good, you know? I think it, it sounds like you're trying to change the game. Okay. Is yeah. that right? Because you're trying to get yourself an advantage? Yes. Make yourself yeah. a weird improvised weapon? Yeah. You can stick a bunch of pencils in this box of cookies and throw it at him. Incredible. Knowing that one of these wayward ones will be close enough to at least make some kind of physical contact because your focus is elsewhere. 
Yeah, but they're minions at this point. I know that the big, the real deal is whoever uh, just killed Mina. Um, definitely she's dead for sure. And she shouldn't have died. Um, and then I'll add the tags. Um, always prepared, filled with wrathful justice. So two? <laughs> yeah, you can use Okay. Two. Yes. All right. Uh, and as you're assembling this improvised weapon, you hear Jane yell back, not my circus clown. Show you a red nose. It means I'm going to punch you in the nose so your nose will be red. Okay, and as I'm sticking pencils <laughs> in this box. Okay, that is a 13. <laughs> so I think the effect is to hit him hard enough that he falls down and is also injured. This is a tier one sprawled prone. Okay. Love which, it. Which he will, so since it's a tier one and it's not like a permanent incapacitating damage, mm-hmm. he'll be able to overcome it soonish. You know, he's down and he's not, he's not doing what he's trying to do. And then it says on the 10 plus, you can also use your juice to choose to prolong the effect. So yeah. I might, that's probably what I'm going to use it for to make sure he's still down by the time I get there. Or at least like hasn't gotten up by the time I get there. What happened with this that made it prolong the effect? I like to think that he was so surprised by being hit in the back of the head, neck, back area with um, a very pointy cookie box that he trips as he's making his way and just turns in the absolute wrong way and ends up with his back prone on the ground with the box under him. Okay. So he, so back down with the pointy stuff in his back. Yes. Whew. Little, little ouchy. Little acupuncture, <laughs> you know. That surprised everyone. Mm-hmm. Yes. Everyone will remember this. It's like that. <laughs> uh, Stanley, this wolf is very unhappy that you are holding him. And he is struggling. He's trying to get away snapping at you but you have a good grip on him do you have a plan for holding him um not a good one uh, <laughs> so maybe I'm, I'm moving a grip with one hand to towards something i can get around more easily which i'm guessing is not his neck like to a leg and then attempting to uh apply some claws there too to kind of get him into submission so like lifting him off the ground um no I, I wouldn't think that just like just kind of shifting my, my grip to be holding him by a leg or something um, such that, you know, if he were to try and pull away, maybe I would end up tripping him, but having a free hand to bash the electric dog so as to, yeah, try to <laughs> inflict more status. Okay. So going toe to toe. Yeah. Yeah. And he is struggling against you. So, so I guess I can go with some uh, claws and, and probably uh, persistence again. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, nope. Not great this time. That will be a, Eight. Uh, what would you like to do? Yeah, I mean, so what I'd like to be doing is so to have moved my grip and bashed him with claws or sliced him with claws there. If you hit him, you might not hold him. If you yeah, hold yeah. him, you might not hit him. Right. Um, let's see. I guess it's a choice. I, I think Poppy is up and armed and all that. So I'll go ahead and, and try for the damage and see if I can knock him out. Um, if Because I know he's, he's hurt pretty bad already. Two tiers of... He's already lacerated. Yeah, so continuing laceration. 
he is no longer focused on Poppy. <laughs> All right, that works. <laughs> so you let go of him a little bit in order to get this solid mm-hmm. strike in. He does not look like he can run fast. He looks like maybe there's one more tear left on him. <laughs> but as you hit and you cut him open a little bit more, more electricity came out. Uh, and you can feel that sort of shoot up your arm. So you gain an additional single tier of shocked. He can't run. Mm-hmm. But it looks like he's going to try to get away if you can't stop him next time. Like get away as in like escape the whole. Yeah. Area. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Father Gale. Uh, Father Gale has one goal and it is to knock Mr. Tooth out. Okay. He's a simple man, really. With simple needs. And it'll be the same three tags. Sturdy club, rage equals stronger and weapons master and uh, singing a quiet battle song under his breath. That he has no idea when he learned, but he learned it. And this is with a hit with all you've got? Yeah. Okay. Um, and I rolled seven, so seven and three is ten. Yeah, he is starting to sit up, and you come right in, and what is this <laughs> tag that you give him? Uh, so he was at four, if I recall. Yeah. And so this is an additional three. So it should be, if, if I'm understanding this right, it should be unconscious. Oh, yes. Okay, so you want to give him the tag of unconscious. I want to give him the tag of unconscious, yeah. I think you totally do. Fantastic. (laughs) Um, In your area over here, you jump right in, you smack him right upside the head, and his head thumps back down on the dirt, and he is not moving. Mm -hmm. And two things happen as you're sort of standing over him. You can see these scattered teeth start to sink into the earth. Uh Uh-oh. And the wayward one that is right next to him reaches out as though to try to grapple with you. Okay. Um, I don't think Weapon Master is going to, unless unless by, by interposing the club between me and it, might work. Yeah, I think you could use Weapon Master. Okay. But maybe not the tag of the weapon. Okay, yeah, because I'm not using the weapon to inflict harm, so. Yeah. But maybe use the, yeah, use the club to interpose between myself and it. So that would be giving me then two, the Weapon Master and Rage Equals Stronger. Mm-hmm. Makes sense, I think. Yeah. All right, let's see what happens. Come on, Father Gill. <laughs> no, Father Gill. <laughs> it was a, a three and a one, and two is six. You take the full status of Grappled. Oh, no. Um, and we'll find out what that does in a little bit, I guess. Oh, boy. <laughs> but he's sort of holding you right now. Gotcha. Poppy. Hi. Hi. You've you've successfully knocked um Mr. Bone to the ground and he is he is like definitely stunned and and twisted about. And this wayward one that is next to you reaches out to grapple with you as well, to hold you. I'll I'll kill you. I'll kill you. Wait your turn. <laughs> so I guess that is also a face danger. <laughs> and that's I roll that. Um does looks harmless help me at all? <laughs> because he thinks that you're harmless. Uh huh. So that's interesting because he saw you just knock out his boss. That wasn't me. Um, <laughs> I didn't do that. I suppose that you could argue that you look helpless when it comes to grappling. What are all of the the tags that you're using? Well, the ones that I usually use are filled with wrathful justice, banish the dead. Communicate with dead. Girl Scout. Looks harmless. Any of those. 
I will take anything. <laughs> I think with this one, you might be able to use Girl Scout um, as a way uh-huh. to defend yourself from creepy guys. Yeah. So maybe Girl Scout and looks harmless. If the goal is to just, yeah, because you're not really attacking. You're just like trying to escape. So yeah, it's, it's possible that, yeah, you might have learned a little bit of judo or something to try to like avoid a grab. Absolutely. Okay. I can see that. Okay, great. I feel like I'm cheating somehow. I got a six and a five again. Um, Waited. <laughs> that is a 13 again, but I also understand if you would prefer me to get new dice because that seems excessive. You know, that's the, that's the way it works. Uh, <sighs> no, uh, um, so yeah, so he's definitely coming in to grab you. Describe how you are not grabbed. Uh, very short. I am very speedy. So um, I think he probably doesn't go for one that's too complicated of a grab. And I just like duck under the first one. And then I just like punch him in the kneecap to just kind of like get him out of my way. And then I would back up a little. Yeah, the punch didn't seem to do any damage, but it definitely made him Not stumble with these, a little bit. No. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't expecting it to do any damage just to kind of like use that to get myself pushed back a little bit more, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. You avoided that. A second one of these wayward ones coming towards you. A second is coming towards Father Gill. And that fifth one is coming up on Stanley and the electric wolf. So, Poppy, you you dodged this thing, but you also probably have an action here if you're going to try to engage with it or if you had something else to do. Now that I know it's engaged with me, I know it's probably not going to leave me alone in hopes that my distraction has kept Mr. Bone more frazzled. Um, I will hit with all I've got, this wayward one. Okay, okay. (laughs) That's a five. (laughs) Not weighted dice. I double, I got snake eyes. Yahoo. It will only get worse from here. Yeah, you turned, you swung, and you missed. And it looks like next time there are going to be two of them within striking range of you and uh, you of them. Ah, nuts. Danley. Yeah. You've got a, you've got a very, a very sad wolf. And a wayward one that's not that far away that you could also reach out and, and interact with if you like. So I'm part of the assumption that, that basically demoralizing the wolf to get it to go away would probably take less time than actually physically attacking something. So maybe I could still be available to like go after the wayward one if I convince the wolf to go away. Uh, yeah. How? What is your plan? You, so you... My, my plan is essentially to use a, because um, he's already not in great shape, to use a, a uh, change the game to uh tell you know hey sparky that's all you got really kind of a bad dog you totally failed to accomplish your master's goal um and use my my tags of existential dread and crippling depression (laughs) yeah Uh, he seems susceptible (laughs) aren't we all are we all yeah i was just about to say (laughs) Uh, that would be a nine create a story tag uh, well, the the yeah, add the tag to him to be um, yeah, demoralized or just bad dog. I think that's a that's he thinks is a bad dog. <laughs> bad like, dog. It's a more fun tag. Yeah, um, his tail droops and then tucks between his legs. His ears go back and he hunches at his shoulders and he kind of turns sideways 
and shuffles very slowly and limpy away back towards the far <laughs> side of the room where he came from. We hear quiet piano music. And then so I'd like to then turn to address the, the nearby wayward one, essentially. Since you were able to um, bad doggo, <laughs> then you sort of turn and he looks like he has his arms out and he's going to he is about to lunge in to try to grapple with you. Uh, but you can get in there first if you like. Yeah, I'll, I'll do some toe to toe with him. So, yeah, pop the, the armor situation again. Claws, I guess. And what is the goal? What is it? What are you attempting to do? Um, well, I'm just gonna, I'm just going to power into him with with claws to try to hit him first. Okay. Um, if I if I do well, then maybe that also prevents his goal. But we'll see how the dice favor me. With two, so that's an eight. I think it's, I pick one, so they're getting them good there. Is that a laceration? Sure, I guess that's what I do. Yeah, this is a pretty big laceration. Where in his body did you hit? Like kind of center mass, essentially, like cross chest and maybe abdomen somewhere. Yeah, it completely shreds him. <laughs> and he crumples and falls. And does not move. As Holland said, minion. Father Gill, you are grappled. I am grappled. Uh, the second one also comes up and attempts to add his grapple to your current grapple. So that would give you his two tiers of grapple. Oh, if no. it happens. You see him coming up. You have the ability to respond. You also notice that where these teeth have sunk into the soil, mm -hmm. there is some some movement no. Of course. Of course there is. No, thank you. I veto oh, that. But, um. Oh, but yes. <laughs> it's it's Cadmus. Cadmus happening. All right. Well, I think I can use the same two tags that I used before. I've still got my, my weapon, my, my thigh bones to try and give me some sort of leverage or advantage to try to break out of this grapple. Uh, and, and I am raging, so to speak. Uh, so I think I've still got those two tags I can use. And I would like to add, because he is he is grappled, because he just beat a man into unconsciousness, uh, I'd like to add self-control. Because there's going to get to a point where where Father Gill is going to have to decide whether to let sort of the rage overcome him. And that's where I think weakness tags are going to start kicking in. Let the rage consume you! <laughs> so I think that's... Does that change the game because you want to yes. burn a tag? Yes. Yeah. A four and a four plus three is 11. So yeah, I could just break out of that grapple like that. Yeah. That's so like that, a rather short Hulk. You're using one to break grapple. And I've got another guy coming towards me. Yep. Uh, so uh, what I'm thinking of is either to, uh, to sort of elbow this guy in the face to knock him back or to kick the one in front of me. It's a story tag of yeah. you're, you're pushing them off. Yeah. So they're not going to be right there. Distanced. You have temporary tag anyway? Yeah, you have distanced yeah. yourself. Yeah. And you have a third. I've got the thigh bones. Can I give myself the tag of like readied or something? Like, because I suspect they're going to come at me to give myself some sort of, when they do come, to give myself some sort of advantage to, to whack them in the head uh, next time. So they are distanced. I am ready. That makes any sense. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Awesome. Ready to beat some guys in the head with bones. <laughs> Poppy. Not looking good for me at the moment. You hear all of this cacophony around you, but because you're the closest to the ladder, you hear a gunshot from upstairs, and then a second, and then the ladder kind of comes loose and falls. 
Bitch, move! But these two wayward ones, you potentially can move before they move. Oof. Okay. Not good. We gotta get out of here, but I can't let them live, you know? So I'll try and get a an attack in to the closest wayward one first. How's how's Mr. Mr. Bones looking? He's not gonna do anything now, but he's gonna he's going to have some control over himself next time. Shit. Okay. I'm ignoring the wayward ones. I'm gonna hit this guy first. I gotta I gotta take the advantage. Otherwise it was all for naught. Yeah, getting... it's the same thing because there's still some distance between you. Mm. Like you you got a little bit closer, but he fell and he fell back, so you're still not quite within striking distance. You could try to brush off these two wayward ones and run towards Bone. And although you wouldn't get to him this side, and both of these guys would try to grapple you as you try to escape, this is a way for you to get to Bone before he regains his composure next turn. I'm going to just run, run, run as quick as I can. I tap my little runner's badge for, for luck. The patch on your... Yes, on my sash. Yeah. (laughs) Both of these wayward ones are going to try to grapple you as you run away. That's fair. (laughs) You'll have two face danger rolls as you try to run past the first one and then the second one. And if if you avoid them both, you will be there at bone before he is able to recover. Probably just using the Girl Scout tag. I can't can't really see anything else. I'm assuming just Girl Scout for like having a little bit of, you know, health and exercise. Because yeah. I can't, I can't use get out of handcuffs. You never what kind know. Of girl what kind scout, of Girl yeah. Scout troop are you running with? Always prepared. <laughs> so just the Girl Scout tag. I mean, I am still filled with rage, but I, I don't think I can use that one this time around because I'm not attacking anything. But just in case anyone was wondering, still wrathful. Ten. This one is a seven. Yeah, you duck under the arms of the first one as he grabs at you. And interestingly, the second one grapples with you, but he did not have, like, a solid footing. So you're still running with him grabbed onto you. Okay. And he is not inhibiting your movement, but he's hanging on with his arms around your neck. Please, I've hauled wagons heavier than you. I'm just trying to, like, elbow him as I'm running. Yeah. <laughs> Stanley. Where am I relative to the other targets, such as, yeah, um, so Poppy's heading for, for Bone, I guess. Where am I relative to him? You would pass by Tooth and then Gill around the side of the pool. So I'm, I'm closer to Tooth then? Yes, who is still okay. unconscious and not moving. There's some shuffling around on the soil near where he fell that <laughs> looks like maybe there are things under the ground. Which can't be good. So I think this is, this is I guess this is a time to potentially... Uh, Invoke my one of my weaknesses here. Uh, I'm going to be armor up, some claws out, try to run across uh, um, through basically just to run into bone, just full force claws and armor. But I'm going to end up using my slow movement tag such that I might not actually get there. So it might be that she arrives on her next turn and you arrive right after that. All right. So I'm assuming that's a hit with all you got. Um, so applying armor claws will you let me use uh, nothing to lose here i'm just ignoring everything else running across here to hit this guy this is so this is your focus yeah yeah 
So five, three, yeah, three missiles. So seven total. I guess I will get them good. But is that happening now, or is that happening That's after still, Poppy? Yeah, that would be after Poppy. Okay. Assuming that nothing has um, interfered. Yeah, you've, you've like cast a suspend spell, mm-hmm. Father Gill. So little things start to seem to be coming up out of the ground. Right. You, I don't know that you can quite tell what they are yet. Right. <laughs> but there might have been six or eight or 12 or something. A whole bunch of teeth scattered around. A whole bunch of teeth. Yeah. Gotcha. Oh, no. And you're readied. I'm readied, yes. Yeah. I, I can see these things popping up, I guess, out of my peripheral vision. Um, but my main target is still these, these, uh, these goons. Uh, so I've got those four tags now. Readied, Sturdy Club, Rage Equal Stronger, and Weapons Master. And like I said, I think this is the point where, yeah, the weaknesses are going to start kicking in. Uh, uncontrollable Rage is one of those weaknesses. Kind of giving in to the, the rage that I do not really want to give in to, to a certain level. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it'll be for a grand total of, of plus three, I suppose. I'm going to try to hit whoever's the, the, the closest of these Wayward Ones. Uh, hit him with the, the thigh bone. There's a four and a two. Six plus three is nine. Get him good. The one that had his hands on you before, mm-hmm. you collide with. So he flies right off the ground, collides mm-hmm. with the ceiling, falls hard to the ground, and does not move. Okay. And I turn and face the other one. And the other one is going to attempt to grapple you again. Okay. Uh, weapon master, rage equals stronger, self-control. Uh, that is a six and a two, so that's nine total. He dives... And, like, wraps his legs around your ankles. <laughs> but I'm just ignoring him. If you tried to run right now, you wouldn't run as fast. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. But I don't think that's going to be what Father Gil tries to do. Poppy. I would like to finally get to Mr. Bone. And I would like to hit with all I've got. My staff doesn't work in the same way with non-wayward ones. But I can still use it to hit people. So uh, just two tags, the weapon tag and the wrathful justice tag, because I'm still very upset about my dead new friend, Minha. So, yeah, he has rolled over onto his hands and knees. This box of cookies is still stuck into his back with a couple of pencils. Mm -hmm. And you come right up on him. That's a no for me. That's a a four. Another double snake. (laughs) I feel like that's karma. You swing and you miss and he sort of looks to you and he sees Stanley coming right towards him. I was the distraction. Good job. Good job. That's what it, that's totally. Yep. That's exactly what we planned. That's what I planned this whole time. I'm smarter than you. <laughs> it looks like he quickly murmurs a thing and a small glowing something appears in the air between him and you, Stanley. So how do you want to deal with that exactly? Since you already had me roll the, the hit. And it, and you had three tags? Uh, yes, and then weakness, but I think it still is three, essentially, for the power. Yeah. You collide with this shimmering thing and go right through it. Collide with him, and he goes flying back. This thing might have absorbed a tear. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. What is the tag that you gave him with this collision? Bludgeoned or... <laughs> um, yeah, like bludgeoned or battered or... Sure, battered. That's probably... Yeah. Okay, so he has a tier two battered and has been thrown back and again slides along the ground a ways, 
the cookies come detached. He's no longer stabbed. And he has a moment where he looks very stunned, uh, surprised at what is going on, how this plan is not working out at all the way he wanted. And he looks around, and because the two of you are close, maybe Father Gil, from where you are, you can't quite see, that he's actually kind of near something that looks like an indentation in the ground back towards the wall. Maybe it's a trap door. Maybe it is some sort of escape route. And he turns and he starts to move right towards it. It is possible for someone to reach him before he gets there, though. Father Gill, yep. there's uh, there's some guy holding on to your ankles. <laughs> and you can see these things that are finally coming up from the ground. Mm-hmm. And they look like some kind of combination of soil and teeth and maybe some filth and maybe some oil mm-hmm. as the first one, the second one, mm-hmm. they start to break the surface. They don't look like they're interested in you. Okay. They're starting to move towards these wooden support columns. Oh no. Magical termite teeth. Oh, no teeth flowers, please. <laughs> teeth flower sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, uh, all right. Father Gill's going to, I'm going to, hit this guy at my feet with pretty much the same combo as last time. Sturdy club, rage, stronger weapons, master minus uncontrollable rage. Uh, and if I'm correct, because it hit the last time I get to mark that little attention tick Hmm. on this particular thing. So that'll be a thing that maybe we can deal with eventually, but right now I'm going to try to hit with all I got grand total of a plus three, a six and a three. That's nine and three is 12. Just come down like a cushion. Yeah, what's the result of that? I don't think Father Gill really understands. I don't think I really understand what these wayward ones are. I don't understand the nature of them. Uh, they they still look human to me. So uh, my my goal would be to render it unconscious. I think you did a little more than that. Oh, no. <laughs> but, you know, you can tell yourself he's just unconscious. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you, might have to, you might have to go to confession for this one. I may have to. <laughs> it's fine. He doesn't really exist anyways. I, I, I don't quite get it, but sure. So, and then I, I kind of look around to these little termite teeth heading for the, the support beams. Uh, and I just call out to my companions. I say, we may, it may be time to leave. Before we kill them? Before this whole thing comes down on us. I don't know how long it'll take these things to chew through the, the beams over there, but uh, uh, I suspect we don't want to be here when they do. Well, the rope's cut, so... The what now? I said what I said. The ladder. No, you said rope, but all right, I get it. Well, okay, I now I'm saying what I... This, is this really the time? <laughs> what are you, an English teacher? <laughs> <laughs> Oddly enough, all right. <laughs> We'll deal with, we'll figure that out, but uh, finish whatever it is you're doing, and I think we really need to leave. Okay, I'm just going to finish killing him really super quick. (sighs) Uh, Poppy, this guy that has been hanging onto your neck and completely ignored last time, um, his grip is starting to get a little bit tighter. (sighs) It sort of feels like unless you deal with him now, you're kind of ignoring that he has slowly been adding a one-tier status of grapple. Fine. Okay. Uh, go toe-to-toe with him, I think. Struggle for control. I kind of want to use my staff to try and do it so I can, like, knocking him behind. But it is a staff that tries to banish wayward ones, so... Well, the right hit. Okay. Who knows? Banishes the dead. Shape shifts into a weapon. Okay. Filled with wrathful justice. 
I think against wayward ones, that's that's reasonable. Okay. You're an abomination. Uh, eleven. What happens? Uh, I think I'm like bonking him with it at first, but then I get a good like, because it's it's not quite scythe. It's not quite like a paddle, but it has like a, the tiniest bit of a curve to it. So I think I try to like get it under the neck of the wayward one and just go like. Yeah, that is what happens. And you feel his grip loosening and he just slides right off and crumples onto the ground. Awesome. Okay. Stanley, it looks like Mr. Bone is scrambling towards this uh, this escape hatch that, that you've now discovered. So I can visibly tell it's an escape hatch of some kind. Yeah. How far away is he at this point? Uh, when you collided, he fell back. So you mm-hmm. would still need to, you could try to rush forward and do a thing. Okay. Yeah, I will attempt to hit him again. Bash him into uh, the, the escape hatch, apparently. I guess just claws. Yeah, that's probably it. Okay. And so the goal is to, again, collide? Or is um, it? No, is I'm, it... Trying, I'm just trying to hurt him. Okay. Being that he's at this this interesting hatch thing and keep him from being able to go anywhere. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. Decent roll. All right. That would be a 10. Get him good. So apply. I guess we'll go with my favorite tier of lacerated. Mm-hmm. And then uh, maybe get the, the superior position in terms of that. I am able to like basically dig claws into him and shift him away from the escape hatch so that I'm closer to it than he is. Okay. One tier. Yeah. But you've, uh, you've shifted him and yeah. you've moved him away from it. Okay. So he now has three tiers of damage. Oh, wait, no, plus one tier. Sorry for the get them good. So, yeah, two total. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he doesn't He doesn't look spry. <laughs> Scrambling is going to be more difficult. You've hit him. You've lacerated him. You've moved him. And he looks up with his sort of cone-shaped head now. And he says, just because the body is no longer prepared does not mean the spirit is not coming. We need to go. Yell was like, hey, um, you might want to listen to this guy. Apparently we got to get out of here and this might be a way out. Father Gill, you do notice that all of these things, maybe there's a dozen of them or so, are up from the ground and scrambling around. And they're really only, they're barely knee high. They're not giant things. <laughs> oh, barely knee high to yep. soil filth monsters. And you know what? Half of them are, are shorter than knee high. They're not as big as oh, the others. Yeah, no problem. And you do see Mr. Tooth twitch. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's, he's still unconscious, but he is sort of moving around. Okay. Can I use, uh, like, for example, my belt or something to, to bind his arms? And uh, I hear Stanley talking about having to, to get out. And I'm just, I really hope Stanley's right that that's an escape route because we don't have a ladder. So, I mean, he was headed this way. So, you know, Stan's reason. Okay. Uh, so yeah, what basically what I would like to do is is bind Mr. Tooth's arms and then start dragging him towards the escape route. Prepare uh, him and then move, or like grab him and move and prepare him while you're going, or like you may have plenty of time. Yeah. I may have plenty of time, or they may be really a really fast swarm of termite fast, piranha right. things. Just leave him to I, die. I, I I just did a roll for myself, you know, to make to see cause Father. This is one of those things where Father Gill's kind of on the fence. Um, morality. I know it's a thing. Ugh. It's a thing. 
Father Gill struggles for a moment internally and then looks down at Tooth and says, I, I'll leave you here with your blasphemy uh, and begins to run over towards where Stanley and the, uh, the, the hopefully the escape hatch are. And uh, he will have to figure out a way to explain this before he can confess it later. But that's basically it. Yeah, he's moving. Yeah, I think that with all of the wayward ones taken care of, uh, with Tooth still unconscious, Bone is the only one who is awake and alert. He's hurt, and he doesn't look like he wants to fight. It looks like he wants out. Whatever the three of you would like to do. Well, right, first, what does what this hatch situation look like? Like... It looks like someone dug similarly to the the uh, the entrance hole to the ladder that was upstairs. Someone just started chiseling and digging, and you can look down, and there is another ladder here that goes down into the dark. Where does it go? It goes to below. Oh, mm-mm. is that safer than here? Oh yes. Oh for yes. For you it is. or for us? For everyone. <laughs> Oh. Well, we have no way of getting to above, so uh, below is going to have to be it. But you step very carefully, Mr. Bone. Of course, of course. Uh, I shall lead the way. And he tries to go. Someone going to stop him? Um, uh, yeah, so, yeah. I mean, yeah, as he approaches, like, can I put my hand on It feels shoulder? like a stand no, like that. No, I so want to get out of your life. <laughs> uh, you'll, you'll come with me. Uh-oh. As, as usual, uh, apparently it's my thing, applying a, a steady grip to him and start walking him into the passage he seems like he's accepting this he's going but he's not trying to break the grip he just mm-hmm. wants you to move faster like, okay okay <laughs> fine fine but we have to go we should go we should go now and i don't move particularly fast <laughs> faster faster than that and his head is sort of shifting and turning less spherical and back potato like <laughs> it's like it's okay. sort of changing back to humanoid ish uh, so I will go, I'll squeeze ahead of them with the thigh bones at the ready so that I can be prepared for anything that might be waiting for us. And I'll make sure nobody follows us. And I will just continue holding on to him and marching him through here. At the top of the next page, the four of you have climbed down this ladder and are standing in... What looks like was once a nice-sized tunnel, perhaps part of a sewer system. It's The light is coming from a sort of gray glow in what maybe at one point was a stream of sewage, but is now a thick layer of mist. <laughs> and Mr. Bowen stands and looks right and looks left and says, pointing to the left, I think that way is quicker. We should be okay here, but that is the that is the faster way out. Could I potentially investigate uh, using knows the city to figure out based on where we came in and where that might be going as to if we might know if that's helpful or where that could be leading us? Yes. All right. Oh, decent roll. Uh, we got a 10 total. With whatever degree of certainty I could have, where might that be leading us? It did get turned around a little bit, but you, mm-hmm. you kind of think if this goes mostly straight, there might have been like an old sewage station in that direction. I was just basically trying to, to gauge the, the veracity of his statement that this mm-hmm. might be a way out. <laughs> have you been down in the sewers before? Possibly with some of my, my weird shady dealings. I guess I could have pulled the shady contact tag also, but... Uh... 
so you know that they're sort of layered and tiered down mm-hmm. here. That there's a, a layer of pipes, and then you go below that, and it's a layer of sewage. And this seems to be the furthest layer down that you have been. Though when you were down here before, you don't remember that these channels were filled with mist. You remember them actually filled with bad-smelling liquids. Hmm. You know that there are ladders, there are stairs, there are ways out. So it's not like you would walk for hours and hours and not find a way. If you go a certain distance in any direction, you should find a way to go up. Place is a bit different, but it's as good a direction as any. All right, let's let's uh, let's proceed then. And I point unless the bone I, at him like, and don't try anything. Unless anyone else has a better way to, you know, get a read on him. But <laughs> No, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying. What we are trying to do is behind us now. Hmm. Uh, he sort of mutters to himself. I would like to ask Bone if he can elaborate any further on what this project of theirs was. I mean, you're trying to bring back some sort of ancient storm god but what was your what was your end game what were you hoping was he was going to do we did not deceive you at all now we perhaps withheld details that maybe you would have liked to know but they weren't mistruths mm-hmm. such as such as if okay if his spirit does not find a prepared body it will inflict pain upon those in the area and then mm-hmm. I think it will go again until it this time for it to come back or until someone tries to wish it back. Is there any chance it can possess someone that's already alive? Yes. Yes, it can. Okay. That would have been nice to know. I knew. <laughs> Are you are you guys positive we can't kill him? Okay, whatever works for you. No, no, we're we're we we need to get out of here. We need to deal with one thing at a time. I mean, we'll find our way out with or without him eventually. See, that's what I'm saying. I I am not a party to killing people. It's not something that I I choose to revisit. It's not something I'm going to be involved with. If you want, I can walk a bit further ahead to scout. Uh, make sure there's no dangers waiting for us. Is this sending sending the paladin away? Basically, yes. (laughs) I mean, it's not like it's it's not like it's actual murder. He's not a real person. Maybe we kill him along the way. Maybe we don't. I I do kind of create a bit of distance between us as as I walk ahead. I walk a little bit more swiftly. I'm not really comfortable with this particular rift in the party. I'm letting my saddle shoes clop a little bit too heavy just for <laughs> a little intimidation. And after a few moments, he sort of stops muttering and just says, this is why we wanted his return. So that evil such as yourselves would not be allowed to run rampant. Evil? I mean, I'm not evil. I'm just largely indifferent. At no point did I or any of my companions attempt murder then what were those things down there huh they they were here to help us bring back a god yeah how did they get here who did that oh we asked for help from who oh 
I have a feeling that you know who you ask if you want wayward ones brought back. Our goal was to complete the ritual to improve the city. And you fought against it at every turn. It's not improving the city if those are those things are still around. Well, they're not around now. They were only here temporarily while we completed the ritual. This whole thing would have been to prevent continued murder and evildoing and lawlessness. But no. The dark has won again, I suppose. Yeah, well, you're in the dark with us, so watch yourself. If you want to kill him, it's all you. See the seething rage from Bobby. No, no. I don't... I'm not evil, so <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> I can let yep. this thing go. This... You see... You seem fine. Mm-hmm. At the top of the next page, outside of the city sewage plant, we can see a grate being pushed up. A hand with a thigh bone comes up, <laughs> followed by Father Gill, mm-hmm. and then followed by the rest. And you are all outside. It is late at night. And Mr. Bone says... Well, go ahead. Do your worst. Do what is in your heart. Don't tell me what to do. You can't make me do anything. Where's our dead friend? Where did you take her? He looks confused for a moment and says, Oh. Oh, yeah, right. Are you saying you're not the evil ones? Yeah, where did she go? She did not do that to herself. He looks puzzled. No, pretty sure that was the pool of goo. He looks off, thoughtful, interesting. Oh, no. He starts to sort of like turn in a half circle, looking around, pointing, and then no. There is a chance that was a water spirit. Water spirit. Unpredictable. I don't know. Uh, I do not know where she was. I, in the moment, thought that she had done that to herself. That perhaps she realized that she did not want to be a part of whatever it was that you were planning to do to us and uh, decided oh, to leave. Yes, yes, oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> we understand right. the game you're playing. We, we get that. You don't know what was in that, that watery goo that was in the hole? You don't know what that consisted of? <sighs> we have made contacts with a number of uh, rifts in this city, and one of them provided us with what we thought was substance that would facilitate the god's return and binding with the new body. He pauses. So you got duped. Like a jackass. Everywhere one goes, one... Is duped like a jackass? Does this happen a lot for you? More than I would like. Yeah. I mean, he did buy a whole lot of cookies. You also spent a lot of money on that, but that's on you. Uh, Maybe think about the things that you're doing with your life that make you out to be this person instead of telling other people who are just living their lives and doing what they're supposed to and taking care of business that they're evil and murderers. Just think about that. He doesn't quite have eyes, but you feel like he's (laughs) rolling them. Do you think I'm being treated like a child at the moment? Uh Uh-oh. I think that he is treating you like an aggressor. Oh, well... Okay. Uh, fair enough. A little too okay. murderous for the first child. Uh, I'm going to, to sort of 
walk off and try to find our way, our best way out of here towards the, the city streets, because I can sense what's coming and I don't want to be a part of it. A front door or a front gate or something that we need to unlock or something like that. Yeah, there is a gate around, there is a mm-hmm. gate around the, um, the yard here. And you know where the city sewage plant is. It's not super close to your parish. It's a little outside of your neighborhood, and it's maybe a longer walk than you would have preferred, but you do know how to get safely home. I think the uh, the way out is this way. Mr. Bone just stands there, his hands folded. Say, like, well, what's it going to be? Look at Poppy. <laughs> He's trying to reverse psychology me, but I don't do anything that anybody wants me to. Even if that means I don't get to... Ugh. Just storm off. Looks <laughs> like it's your lucky day. Adults are the worst. You hear from like <laughs> <laughs> just leaving them here. We're done with this guy. What's happening? She's gone. <laughs> okay. She's just gone over to Father Gill. Done mm. with this. Tapping her little foot. For what it's worth, Poppy, I, I think you made the right choice. Sort of a pat him on the shoulder if he has shoulders at the moment. Say. Looks like uh, you, you avoided the, the murderous little girl's rage there. So, yeah, have fun. Set him on his way. He nods. If you change your mind, you perhaps belong with us. And he turns. Mm. Not sure I belong anywhere, but, you know, I'll, I'll keep the offer open. Top of the next page. <laughs> the three of you have left the, the city sewage yard have sort of wandered together down the street a little bit until maybe where it would be a natural parting point for you to go in different directions. And so there the three of you stand on the corner. We need to find out what happened to Mina. I mean, if she's not dead, if she was taken, then she was taken somewhere. We've got a lead on, on water spirits. I'm sure someone would know something we can find out. I don't know who to ask, but if... if if we ask around, maybe we can find somebody who can point us in a direction. In the meantime, I think whatever they were trying has been foiled or at least delayed. I don't know. I, She didn't really want to fight anybody. She was just there to try and stop the bad things from happening. But do you think it's in our, our fault that she got taken? No, I don't think so. I think that... that if I had been in that pool for a minute longer, it might have taken me. I don't know. Maybe it just lashed out at whoever was closest. But but would it but would it have lashed out if if we hadn't started fighting? I mean, you can Probably never account for for you know what strange pools do. True, true. At the very least, I think we need to exchange contact information with each other so we we know how to get in touch. And uh, if we can, if anybody can find a lead on it, maybe we can bring her back somehow. And you, you sort of see Stanley pause a moment and says, I had business cards. <laughs> They're in the case. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. It doesn't seem like a good idea to go back. Okay, how much How much was that case? Uh, we'll see what the, the company makes me pay for. Was it a lot of money? Eh, more than I'd like to, to owe. Well, I didn't really like the sale that I made, so... Um, hand of the $200. It didn't feel right. And then he was mean. So I don't even want this is it's bad. I can't, I can't keep this. It's like, yeah, yeah, that'll, that'll do. Thanks. Yeah, sure. Well, I'm at St. Bridget's church. 
so I'm fairly easy to find. I'm at uh, school, so I'm pretty easy to find too, but maybe don't just randomly show up as a grown adult man looking for a teenager. Um, right, right. You can right, just like send a sign. Um, maybe don't just like show up there. Yeah, I, I think what we what we need to do is find out what happened to Minha. We need to keep our eyes open for any more of this uh, this this storm god foolishness, and uh, hopefully we can get in touch with each other when we need to. But um, I think we all need some rest. Still, the matter of that crater. There's still the matter of that. Oh God, the angel. Oh, I gotta do homework. And that. I would say I have vacuums to sell, but give me a little tough right now. <laughs> yeah, true. Go home, get some rest. We'll figure out what we need to do. Don't tell me what to do. Sorry. It's not a tell. It's not a tell. It's a suggestion. <laughs> Sounded like a pretty strong suggestion. Well, I'm a priest. We we tend to lean in that way. We suggest very very heavily with the uh, the authority of the church behind us. And uh, I'm going to kind of uh, well do the Irish exit. I'm just going to sort of wave at him and start heading towards St. Bridget's. You need a escort or are you good? No, I think I'm okay. I should probably make sure my mom is still not dead. Um, it was good <laughs> that she wasn't. You seemed she... very excited about that. Well, it would be very inconvenient for her to be dead too. So hmm. um, just makes my life a little harder, but I'll see you later. See you later. Walk off into the night, I suppose. <laughs> not going to explain that. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> And we see a panel from high above the rooftops looking down at the three of you, each walking off in separate directions. And on the corner of the building is perched the same Ibis that has been following you around. And in the next panel, we see someone standing next to the bird. Thank you.